To grow your business and before you can execute any great sales process, you have to get leads first. Jesse Stoddard helps companies like yours get more clients, customers, and patients while increasing profits 24 hours per day. Hey everybody, it's Jesse Stoddard, your old pal from the Stoddard Agency. And this brief presentation is about how to profit during the coronavirus freakout. By the way, you do not have to participate in the panic, slowdown, or ridiculous behavior. And note that I said profit during this corona thing and not from it. Uh, we won't be talking about how to exploit others or how to use human suffering to our advantage. That's not what I mean. Instead, I'm going to give you a simple three-step approach to making sure your business stays healthy during all this lunacy and we're going to do it by taking excellent care of the market you serve and being incredibly cool to others. First of all, I have to give credit where credit to do. My influences in this entire presentation is inspired mostly by one of my mentors, Frank Kern. Check his stuff out since he is awesome. Also, a lot of my ideas come from Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach. And the quotes that I have in there are from eMarketer, their website, some of the news stories that I pull up later. And then my own clients and experience. Uh, but none of this is scientific, so... Um, you're just going to have to take it with a grain of salt. A lot of this will be opinion. All right, now let's talk about the reality. Uh, the reality is we're probably not going to turn this whole thing into the zombie apocalypse. This is probably not uh, going to be the end of the world. Um, it, it, a lot of it is blown out of proportion. People don't want to be having to hoard toilet paper, be forced out of work, shut in, etc. People won't tolerate it forever. Uh, people need products and services and will trade money for them. And some people argue that the swine flu in 2009 was much worse. It hospitalized over 300,000, but we didn't hear all about how the sky was falling and or there was a shortage of hospital beds. But it is an election year and the media is going nuts. And I don't want to go any further than that. But just to say that there might be other perspectives on this whole thing. Uh, and a lot of it might be blown a little bit out of proportion. Now, politics aside, some industries are going to be hit harder than others, but not all. So let's just, you know, let's talk about the elephant in the room. So if you're a business owner... And uh, you are, if you're in a high-risk market, you might have some problems. And so these high-risk markets are airlines, hotels, travel, restaurants. I would hate to be in the travel industry, but the restaurant industry at least has some opportunities to uh, adapt and overcome. Entertainment venues, amusement parks, sporting uh, concerts, theaters, entertainers, speakers, wedding professionals, event planners, anything that has to do with the entertainment or hospitality, uh, small businesses that live off the employees going to large corporate office spaces, um, I think all of those are going to be affected and all other businesses that are tied to these at-risk businesses that just are unable to adapt. So my main thing that I want to focus on, though, is stay logical and adapt obstacles into innovations. That is something that you always have the power to do. So you might be asking, well, what if people stop buying your stuff? I mean, like, what if people just don't want what we what we buy or, or sell as business owners? Um, employees are worried about their jobs. Okay, well, if you are in the at-risk markets, you probably need to pivot. Uh, these are just a couple examples pulled out of the ether. If you're a gym, you might have to say, hey, we come to you. You might have to offer uh, creative personal training options. You might have to go and do uh, social distancing with just one or two people rather than 10 or 20. So you may have to adapt. Uh, a really fancy restaurant might call all the regular customers and offer to have the chef come to them at a premium. It might even be the opportunity to create a whole new product or service category for themselves. Uh, there are people with money, and there are people that don't really 
care. They just want it done for them, and, and they are willing to spend the money for quality products and services that are convenient. And maybe you just make it even more convenient than it ever was. So how can you make it even easier for, for people? Or a barber could come to you, right? Home services industry. Well, we help you figure out a fun activity that you can do while we're at your home. So, and we also wear protective gear and limit exposure, et cetera, et cetera. So these are all ways to start thinking a little differently. Um, by the way, this morning, uh, my wife went out to Monroe to deliver some products to somebody for $100 in a retail transaction. So, um, you know, these are things that can still be done. Let's not pretend that the sky is falling. All right. So here's something that just happened. This was a, um, a Google search in the news and in, in eMarketers, I found a few very interesting uh, studies. So here's here's one of their reports. The spread of coronavirus is likely to boost digital media consumption across the board as people spend more time at home and communicate in person less. Okay, a translation, more people will consume more content, which is very, very good. They're sitting home. There's only so many Netflix shows they can binge before they're bored out of their mind, and then they're now they're looking at your stuff. If you're a business owner, they're looking at your stuff. They're going to have more time to look at your stuff. Uh, for and We don't know how long. It may not even be that long, but they're going to be looking at your stuff. Another one, e-commerce is likely to grow as consumers eschew physical stores and crowded gathering places, but this could create logistical challenges. So the eschew is just to avoid, right? So they, they have to, you know, now they're looking at e-commerce. Well, how could you, if you're not in e-commerce, how, e how could you add an e-commerce uh, part of your business that you might not have even thought of doing before? Translation, people will need to find other ways to share and communicate, right? That's the other thing. You need to be able to share and communicate in different ways. Um, here's another one. This is my favorite one personally. Global media ad spending is likely to take a hit due to the coronavirus, according to newly revised eMarketer estimates. But for now, nearly all the related slowdown is attributable to China alone. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that's quickly spreading to the United States. And um, I think what you may have missed, if you're not in the world that I'm in, in the whole marketing world, you might not have noticed what that meant. What that means is that prices have slashed. So it's just like the stock market. If everybody leaves, then all of a sudden you can get a bargain on it. The stocks, the, the, the media, the marketing dollars are, are, are less, are, are cheaper, uh, or your marketing dollar will go further because the ads are cheaper. Um, it's, it's just a really uh, contrarian point of view. So I'll give you an example, uh, one of my clients, and I'll just show these really quick, and I can't show too much information here because of uh, privacy, but just to give you an example, here's uh, the, the cost of running this video ad is a penny per video view, a whole video watching three minutes of a video of some lady talking for several minutes about boring lawyer stuff. Um, and in my ad, this is my Facebook ad manager, the ad campaign itself, you're seeing uh, uh, 77,381 uh, views of this long video for a penny, a close up of that, there it is right there for a penny. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. If you were to run a TV commercial, a 30-second spot can cost anywhere from around $90 up to $2,500. Now, that's a wide range because if you were to, you know, in Podunksville, you know, Alabama, and you're running it to, you know, nowhere, I mean, that might only cost you 95 bucks. But if you want to be in New York City running it, you know, on prime time during Oprah or something, it could be 2500 But it's still it's a huge range. And just imagine even at, even at like 100 bucks to get somebody to watch a 30-second uh, commercial. Uh, now we're getting someone to watch a three, two or three minute video for a penny. So look at the costs right now. Uh, and these are actually going down. These costs are, this, this, uh, this is today and the costs haven't even dropped much yet. 
all right? I've got other examples. A dentist getting four cents per video views on a three-minute video. Real estate stager getting four to seven cents for eight-minute videos. And these are videos of her uh, just walking around showing the, you know, the, the work she did in the home and, and kind of talking to the camera. Uh, very unprofessional, uh, very off-the-cuff kind of video. Um, just on her iPhone. This is not high high level, you know, professional videos even. Uh, in fact, we, most of the the stats I have show that the the um, off the cuff uh, amateur ones do better than the professional ones anyway. Uh, so here's exactly what to do: double down on your outreach, your exposure, and your communication. If you're providing good stuff uh, that's valuable to your market, building goodwill, you will be a wel welcome. Uh, to, to people right now who are looking for solutions, they're looking for positivity, and they're looking for something to do. All right, now do not send the same generic COVID-19 emails everyone else is doing for, for your business. Uh, if you hadn't already done it, you, you know, you got, everybody's got over 100 of them in their email inbox. They all say the same thing. It's not useful information. Um, we are not the CDC or the, or the World Health Organization, so it's none of our, you know, I mean, everybody's just saying, we're not experts, but we're just saying, hey, we care. We're trying to do everything we can. Okay, fine. But we know that. That's a given. If you're going to send something out, send something out that, that is more useful, that, that's showing specifically um, how, how people could benefit from what you do. Uh, be in front of your audience as much as humanly possible. They're going to be stuck at home for a long time, and consumption equals cash flow over the long haul. They start consuming their content. They get to know, like, and trust you. You build a bond with them, and pretty soon, they feel like they know you, and they want to use you for whatever product or service you provide. Uh, and then lead, lead, lead. We do not need more people with their head in the sand. We don't need anybody else who's uh, spreading sensational, weird rumors. Um, we don't need more panic. Uh, people don't want it. So they want leaders. They want someone to follow, and you can be a leader in your circle of influence. Now, here's a three-part leadership framework. Uh, first of all, put this type of communication out into your marketplace as much as you can. And the intent-based branding stuff, by the way, that's Frank Kern's name for it. Uh, he's the one that I give credit for originating. Use his stuff. You know, Check him out. He's amazing. Uh, my agency happens to be a fulfillment center for that kind of work. We do it every day. Uh, we're very good at it. And if you're interested, just let me know. Uh, there's my blatant pitch. That's the only pitch I have here. If you want help with any of this stuff, uh, call my office or go to stoddardagency.com and contact us there and we'll help you out. Um, step one, address the worries and concerns as they relate to how, who you, how you serve the, your market, not you pretending to be the CDC or the who and trying to give medical advice, which none of us are qualified to do um, unless you are a doctor. All right. So address the worries and, and the concerns as they relate to how you serve your market. Step two, give helpful information as it relates to their worries and concerns so it's helpful information so step one is really just being honest and not trying to hide like there's no problem there's a problem so it's best to just hit it head on okay so say hey we know that these are trying times and by the way it helps right now we've noticed that if you're doing Facebook ads and you actually put the words coronavirus in them uh, be careful with that because Facebook is actually screening and limiting and shutting some of those down uh, and so you know all you have to do is say in these trying times and people will know what you mean uh, so you do want to address the concern. Um, they may be worried about whatever it is in, you know, from their point of view, why they might be thinking why it doesn't make sense to use you anymore or buy from you. Okay, but if you are addressing it, then, then you're, on, you're putting yourself on the same side of the table with them, uh, but still six feet apart from them. <laughs> and you're relating to them and you're giving, you're doing it in a way that that is uh, very friendly and open and honest and not pushy and not salesy. Step two, give helpful information. 
as it relates? How can they overcome their challenges as it relates to your business? You know, what could you do to make it easier for them? Just make it super easy for them. Make it so that it's so convenient it's harder than ever to say no to, uh, whatever it is that you do. And then step three, tell them what to do next. People want to be led, as in make an offer, make some kind of an offer. I'm gonna give you an example of how somebody overcame all of this uh, in a creative way. I have a dentist who is producing some good content like this, and um, you know they were, but they're wondering, geez, all these other dent dental practices in California are shutting down, is that coming to Washington next? Uh, and he has practice Seattle Tacoma. And so we found a local dentist who had a very creative solution. So better than the standard COVID-19 response, they basically are closing the waiting room, but not the practice. And what that means is, is basically they don't want to, the, the, the danger is having a people in pro, clo, close proximity in the waiting room. But if you have few people in the office at all, everybody is, everything is sanitized and everything's done really, really well uh, and very, very clean. And everybody has masks and gloves on and all that. And then when somebody comes to the office, only one person at a time who has an appointment, People can wait in their car otherwise, and they'll even text or call them or whatever when, when it's their turn to come in. And of course, they're also avoiding people that are sick and, and the elderly are trying to work, work around that, but they can still take dental emergencies or even regular scheduled uh, scheduled appointments. Now, the, the reason why this is so significant, it's such a simple idea, simple solution that solves a problem. They're still compliant. They still don't have too many people in one area, and yet they're able to uh, help ease people's fear. People's fear is I don't I don't want to I don't want to cancel my appointment because I'm worried about getting sick. So now I've done they've done everything I can. In fact, it's probably safer at the dentist's office than anywhere else. They're so sterilized clean, it's cleaner than people's houses. So now they've done both of those things. They've they've eased the the fears in the mind of their patients and they've also followed protocol. Uh, and gone beyond it. So how can you do that? And so here's some discussion items for you in your small groups or with your friends. How, what can you do to adapt and overcome? And how can we all help each other? How can you help the other people in your circle of influence? And what needs do you have that others in your circle of influence might be able to help you with? And don't be afraid to communicate those. Now, if you are a business owner, which is most likely if you're f watching any of my videos and following any of my stuff, then you're gonna have to start thinking in this way. You're gonna have to be thinking creatively. And I wanna just encourage you, number one, make it easy for people. And really over communicate, really double down on it. If you're already buying ads, don't stop an ad that's working. I, the, one of the previous ads I gave um, was, you know, one of the home stagers thinking about shutting off the ad. Well, it's working just fine. So uh, as soon as it turns back on, it's going to work fine too. So if you have something that's working, don't stop it just because of this. Unless you, unless it's proven that it's no longer working, then shut it down. But why would you prematurely shut down your marketing when it's the one thing that's keeping you afloat right now? So keep it going and keep communicating from strength and leadership and get creative in how you how you solve the problem. You offer really good content. And this is intent-based branding, by the way. All, all intent-based branding is, is a fancy term that Frank Kern made up, which basically means to promote your brand while making money at the same time. Uh, to, to be out there um, uh, delivering fantastic content and that also makes offers. That's all it is, so that people actually can purchase from you. So, and there's only, there's again, there's three main ways to do that. Number one, you provide valuable content, okay? Number two, you build goodwill, and number three, you make offers. Don't be afraid to make that offer. And address the concern that people have in their minds to begin with, all right? So, and if you're not doing any of that stuff, you might even wanna consider it because everything is on sale right now. Everything's on sale. So don't stop what you're doing. Don't stop looking for solutions. Don't put your head in the sand. We need, for America to be successful, which we always are, 
We need small businesses to rise up. I believe they're the backbone of America and hopefully they always will be. And I'm a big believer in supporting small business. That's why I made this video. So hopefully you can feel you know, my intent with this uh, and that you get out there and make a difference and don't, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. And if you do want some help, just go to stoddardagency.com, S-T-O-D-D-A-R-D, agency.com, contact us there, contact me there, ask some questions. Um, if you would like help with this kind of stuff, uh, we can do a free consultation for you and find out if it's a good fit. That's my entire pitch. There's nothing else I have today. Go out there and be a leader. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Get Leads First podcast. To find more ways to generate leads for your business, visit getleadsfirst.com.